Welcome to The Life and Journey of a Caregiver, Episode 3, Communications, The Heart of a Caregiver, Real Talk. My name is Van Taylor with Protégé Podcasts, and I will be your host for this series. Please remember to share this series with family and friends and with anyone who needs to be encouraged on this journey. Episode 3. Communications, the heart of a caregiver. Real talk. The most humble way to start your day as a caregiver is simply saying, It's me. It's me. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Every day, I need to begin my day with a prayer of thanksgiving and adoration. The life and journey of a caregiver begins with me. Psalms 150 verses 1 through 6. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. In this series, I am going to speak specifically about being a family caregiver who is currently living this life journey daily inside of the home with two advanced dementia family members. As a caregiver times two, meaning I am presently caring for both parents simultaneously on this journey, it is important for me to set the atmosphere for how my day begins, which brings me to my point number one. Point number one, setting the atmosphere for your day. I begin my day by thanking the Lord for one more day of having both parents alive in our home together and allowing them to grow in grace together in their senior years. I thank the Lord for family blessings and healings and for so many answered prayers and also the ability to be able to create new memories with my loved ones daily. If you still have parents who are living today in their senior years, you need to cherish these moments. Being a family caregiver is not a burden, but a calling. If God has chosen you for this assignment, then he has already equipped you for this journey. And he is expecting for his greatness to flow from you. The next thing I do in setting the atmosphere while praying, I make sure that I completely empty out of myself by releasing all negativity from the day before. Offenses, concerns, anger, hurt, worries, depression, stress, 
and family drama. Just release it all. Just let it go. When you hold on to negativity, it opens up the door for bitterness to be rooted inside of your heart, inside of your home. And the bitterness will begin to manifest itself throughout the entire household. When this happens, it can potentially block or delay all of the blessings that God has stored up for you and your family. Galatians 6 verse 9 And don't allow yourself to be weary in planting good seed. For the seed of reaping the wonderful harvest you've planted is coming. So continue to focus on planting good seed and take advantage of every opportunity to be a blessing to your loved ones. If you are harboring offenses or wrongdoings from the past or present, just let it go. Move forward by faith and watch and see how God is going to bless you. As a family caregiver inside of the home, it is very important to give God your first fruits, meaning setting aside quality time for prayer praise and worship, and studying the word. For me, this time occurs in the wee hours of the morning while the family members are still sleeping. When you start your day giving your first fruits, putting God first, you are setting the atmosphere for how your day begins by covering your household. God will refill your spiritual tank with his power and his glory so that you will be fully empowered and strengthened for another day. It gives you hope for a brand new day. It is no way humanly possible that I would be able to handle taking care of both parents on this journey in my own strength. I must be filled and refilled with the Holy Spirit daily. Most importantly, when I have my one-on-one -on -one talk with God, I have to be transparent about my feelings, what is working, what is not working, and ask for God's revelation knowledge so that he can reveal to me my lessons learned from the previous day. Then I write down what is revealed to me in a prayer journal. This helps me to reflect and create new strategies and approaches going forward. Once I have my revelation from God, then I am able to faith activate my instructions for the day and move forward in faith. One question to ask yourself, when you call upon the name of the Lord and ask him to help you on this journey, will he be able to find any of his word in your heart? Or will he not be able to find you at all? Hashtag, a caregiver needs God for this life journey. Hashtag, can God's word be found inside of my heart? Point number two, a caregiver's life journey is not just about the person being taken care of. God will allow certain situations, delays, and distractions to occur so that he can show you you, who you really are on the inside. 
the things that you have inside of you, the good, the bad, and the ugly, all will rise to the surface once the right buttons are pushed. We all have things inside of us. God will show you your strengths and your weaknesses and what happens to you or how you respond just when the right buttons are pushed. Compassion is inside of the heart of a caregiver. When you are exposed to unfavorable situations, how you respond will show you what is in your heart and will measure your compassion level towards others. So what does the Bible say about your heart? Matthew 12, 36. And I tell you this, you must give an account on Judgment Day for every idle word you speak. Our words determine where our hearts are. Luke 6.45 A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. Jesus also said, what you say flows from what is in your heart. Point number three is being thick-skinned your strength or your weakness. A family caregiver will be tested. Displaying strength with thick skin is when you allow someone to be able to vent emotional distress without you taking things personal. This paves the way for the person to feel comfortable connecting with you and not feeling judged by you. It also paves the way for you to increase upon your listening skills by hearing the message beneath the emotion and protecting you from the outburst. Displaying weakness with thick skin is when you are sensitive by nature, emotionally overwhelmed, or your ego can be easily crushed by people's words or by the anger and criticism of others. You must stay focused on this journey and let everything else go. When you are having confrontational moments or exchanges, be sure to be mindful of which type of skin you are displaying. Is it thick or is it thin? How you receive confrontation from your loved ones is also tied directly into respectful communication. It is important not to get into your personal feelings when engaging into communications with your loved ones. You need to be able to become the bigger person and not emotionally react to the bad behavior. Tips for personalizing your communication. Use good listening skills. Take time to listen and allow for the person with dementia to talk without interruption. Learn how to interpret the information. Try to understand what is being said from their point of view based on the content. Make it personable. Make eye contact while communicating and call the person by name. Hold hands while talking. Manage your body language. Speak calmly. Keep your body language relaxed. Be gentle. 
If a person with dementia is having trouble communicating, let him or her know it's okay and provide gentle encouragement. Show compassion and respect. Always show compassion for the conversations that are important to them. They can feel when you are disengaged or not interested in what they have to say. Always respond with great respect for them. No matter how many times the conversations are repeated or the bad behavior is repeated, this must be practiced. It is important to nurture and cultivate your relationship with them because down the road, when they begin not to remember who you are, they will remember the treatment they received from you. And sometimes how they are treated will still give you access into their world of thinking and allow you to remain connected to them. Keep it simple. Use short sentences as the disease progresses. Ask questions that require yes or no answer. Break down requests into single steps. Don't overload them with too many details or too much information. Offer choices. Offer choices when making a request for something a person might resist. For example, if someone is reluctant to shower, you might say, would you like to take a shower before breakfast or after breakfast? Avoid criticizing, correcting, and arguing. Don't correct mistakes. Avoid arguing when the person says something you disagree with. Safety measures. This is something that will be both home and patient specific. I would encourage you to do a home assessment for safety measures to be put in place for patients that are mobile versus confined to the bed. These measures will need to be monitored and upgraded on a regular basis. An example would be is if you have stairs in the home and you have a mobile patient, you want to put some type of safety measures in place. If you have a patient that is confined to the bed, you may want to put some type of safety measures in place to make sure that they can't fall out of the bed or if they are using a wheelchair, that the wheelchair is secure and won't tip over while in use. Take breaks. If you are feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, or stressed out, take a break. Take a time out. Point number four, engage in respectful communications. As a family caregiver, when you engage in communications with loved ones, it is important to establish boundaries and be able to strike a balance when dealing with your emotions. So what does this look like exactly? In the beginning, you may have occasional heated exchanges with your loved one, but as the illness progresses, the behavioral patterns will frequently change and mood swings will become the new normal. There will be hurtful things spoken at times and many hurtful actions displayed. As a family caregiver, you have to be able to roll with the punches, let things go, and remember who slash what you are dealing with, mental illness. 
and not hold grudges or take things personally. When you find yourself reaching overload, the best thing to do is pause and take a brief break. Another communication challenge for a family caregiver is you may or may not have family, friends who are in support of your life journey as a caregiver. But the good news is God equips the called. Hebrews 13, 20 through 21. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Whenever you may feel discouraged or experience having a defeated or wounded spirit, or just be clueless as what to do next on any given day while on this life journey, always remember God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. Continue to faith activate and follow his instructions by moving forward in faith. Managing family communications can be the most challenging and humbling experience because depending upon the type of relationship or lack of relationship you have with the persons being cared for, for example, a mother, a father, they already know all of your buttons to push and know how to get a rise out of you. But the door also swings open on both sides of the spectrum because you too also know their buttons to push. The key thing to remember when engaging in conversation is Respectful communication must always trump over every situation that occurs. No matter how many conversations that are repetitive, when the same questions are asked over and over and over for hours, no matter how many times bad behavior is repeated, no matter how many personal attacks that may occur, no matter how stressed or overwhelmed or how far you have been pushed to your breaking point. As a family caregiver, you must always, always practice respectful communication. Notice I am saying you must practice. Every one of us has a variety of buttons on the inside of us that once pushed will generate different levels of emotions. This is where your practice begins because you will be tested in areas of your emotions that you did not even know existed until those buttons are pushed. So how you respond to different situations will show who you are on the inside. When that happens, if your response is not a favorable response, then you now have identified a weakness in your character and now have an opportunity to work on improving upon your communication response. 
We are all caregivers under construction when it comes to learning how to deal with mental illness, but we must constantly strive towards providing quality care, which requires us to do self-assessments and be willing to acknowledge and improve upon our own shortcomings. In order for us to give the best possible care to our loved ones, we have to improve upon our communications. As the illness progresses, you will begin to see changes in our loved one daily, and the family caregiver must be willing to make a shift in new approaches and strategies for communicating. During this adjustment time, you must remain patient and humble and keep trying different approaches, never giving up until you find something that works. As a family caregiver, you must be willing to go above and beyond the call of duty and bring your A-game. This requires giving a lot of patience, love, kindness, being present by spending your, your personal time with them, improving upon your listening skills, managing your temperament and personal frustration levels. Fresh doses of patience, kindness, compassion, understanding, friendship, love, and bonding is necessary and must be released daily. This is how your loved ones remain connected to you even during the times that they no longer remember who you are. If you are spending quality time with them, they will still be able to feel the love and compassion you have in your heart. Please be sure to tune into the next episode of The Life and Journey of a Caregiver, Episode 4, Quality Personal Care. The Heart of a Caregiver, Real Talk. God bless.